0: guys you're back at spice rack studios i'm ben Job, your host we're here for a spice cast it's our new name for our spice radio podcast it's the best <laughs> yeah, thing we could think of spice cast well, well what's the origin of, of the spice rack oh the spice rack oh yeah. i'm glad you asked no oh, yeah, it's- <laughs> um well pretty much it's like uh, a variety and everything i just think of music yeah. as like spices oh, so okay, i was like okay. it's a variety station yeah, yeah. and i didn't know this but apparently there's a uh uh like there was a sex talk oh. network called Spice Radio oh, that really? had no idea existed. <laughs> so um I guess we get like a lot of pervy dudes, you know, just yeah. like listening to her. But that's fine yeah, with me. Yeah. I mean, hey, enjoy local music from the Tennessee Valley instead of like get porn in, like, stars or sex whatever. Talk you know, radio you know. or something. <laughs> But anyways, I'm gonna tell them who you are. All right, I'm here with uh, Brian (laughs) Zaramba. This gonna say Ah, You were about to go Zamboni. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Zamboni, did you ever have that nickname? Zamboni. Oh yeah, definitely. The Zamboni. Zamboni. That sounds like a mob enforcer nickname (laughs) or something. Jeez, I
1: like that. I might have to use that now.
0: <laughs> but it's Brian Zaremba of uh, the band Blinds. How long you been going by that name? Is that like a uh, new incarnation or? Yeah, it's been pretty recent. I
1: guess it started uh about like the fall of last year. I was originally going to go under the name Thoroughbred because I used to get like the mm-hmm. nickname Pony Boy and stuff like that because I was like slick back my hair and whatnot. Uh, and then right when I was about to start gigging under that name, somebody was like, There's already a band in Nashville called Thoroughbred. So I literally looked around the room, picked an object, and blinds is what I came up with. Hey, I like it there. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: you might know of uh, Brian from Exalted Ruler that used to play around here, yeah, in our neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what dragged you up to Nashville?
1: Uh, well, I a few years back, I moved to Murfreesboro to go to MTSU mm-hmm. to finish up uh, an audio production degree that I, I just finished last December with. And uh, while I was living in Murfreesboro, I was kind of coming short of money, so I ended up going up to Nashville to try to find some extra work to kind of make ends meet. And through that, I ended up hanging out... Um, on like my off time and meeting people and making friends and I end up kind of like in Nashville and I guess this is kind of right around when it was starting to like boom a little bit and get on the radar. I didn't know anything about Nashville before I I went up there and I liked it well enough and I had enough friends up there that I just decided uh, at the beginning of last year I moved up there to like, uh, you know, pursue music and finish Mm -hmm. up school and everything. So, you know we're, and that's where we're at now
0: well yeah well that's the spot to be i mean there's definitely like the empire is there yeah yeah waiting waiting but murfreesboro is a is a cool place i've, I've gone and uh, played over the blues jam yeah um i can't remember the guy fellow named they've got a great organ player like yeah. a b3 player is always there it's like if you yeah. want to play with an awesome b3 it's just yeah. always there like every week nice in murfreesboro and that's just i mean you can't beat b3 no no the b3 it sounds so good Oregon. i love that <laughs> yeah absolutely and if you guys haven't been to murfreesboro you should check it out they got like a little downtown it's like uh yeah, it's like a square pretty much yeah and they
1: got a, a pretty cool little record shop there it's called little record little record shop of horrors or something like that <laughs> it's pretty, they got some good selection there I well, guess cool. so. yeah.
0: yeah it's kind of like it's weird because you it's kind of like a extended uh, suburb of nashville almost but yeah. it's got like it looks like colonial south yeah, yeah, like yeah, suddenly yeah. you're in like the you know the like oh the There's apothecary like is down the <laughs> way and <laughs> all that good stuff yeah that,
1: i think that's kind of like how a lot of uh towns and cities around nashville are they just kind of feel like an extension like kingston mm-hmm. like you were talking about or, um I can't
0: remember all the other cities, but
1: everything just seems like an extension to Nashville in general. <laughs> it yeah. is
0: spread out. It's kind of like uh, Huntsville's beginning to be like that, but Nashville's yeah. been working on it for like a yeah, 200 years. So I think it's got the it's got its tendrils in every direction. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: definitely it's building up. Like you drive by, I, I was driving um, in a one area that I used to work the, uh, today, and I saw like two new shops that had just opened up and stuff instantly. is just like popping up all over the place
0: it's really just kind of booming right now well we got one of your tracks to play uh Donna Sue Gray you want to talk about that one at all
1: yeah i uh that song is
0: named after
1: so a while back i had this conversation with somebody that they said that there's no uh female serial killers and so i, I went and did some research and i found like a whole you're list like, of you're like i'm going to prove them wrong i prove them <laughs> wrong there's so female serial killers and I looked up a list and i found this one girl that's and she uh she was like a caretaker like an elderly caretaker and she ended up um, oh man that's scary yeah i'm that, already scared i haven't even thing. heard the whole story that's the only thing that all female that either like killed babies or old people and they're they Just have like on the weak i yeah, guess yeah the no souls involved and she killed like a few elderly ladies and used their credit cards to fund her shopping habits and she got i think she like killed like three people until she got caught and um
0: that seems kind of obvious like if you're gonna kill people and then you're just like spending their money like wait aren't they in like a nursing home and they're but suddenly, their credit cards showing up she's like at like uh, showing up. Yeah, yeah, they're buying steak dinners. It's like oh, yeah. I thought they were dead. But, well, that's why uh, she's in jail now. Yeah. Okay, so she she got caught, I guess. And yeah, she got caught, and
1: she's in. I think she's still alive, and she's just in life in prison or something. But it <laughs> wasn't until a while later, um, I, uh, I I broke up with somebody, and I ended up meeting the the boyfriend that replaced me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I met him. And you know that that like feeling was like, man, if I could kill just like one person, just get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I and that I, song just immediately I, that forms. Harness, that feeling came up and just like harnessed that. And uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a it's just like a juxtaposition of like murder and why people do it, and you know between like something doing something for like you know discharged with emotion and you think it's right at the time but you know murder is a horrible thing i'm not promoting it at all and then juxtaposing it against dan sue gray's crimes of Mm -hmm. just fueling your shopping habits so i don't know it's just kind of like i guess like it's not an answer or anything it's just like a meditation or something
0: right right yeah well cool well let's hear it this is blinds with donna sue gray
2: Out of passion I wonder Can you give me The facts Can you deliver It straight Illustrate By numbers Data tables grab graphs Mark up the meaning For myself today I
0: Guys, we're magically back with the magic. Ra- <laughs> we were just talking about the magic of radio, and uh, although time has not passed yeah. for us, for you guys, it has. Yep. <laughs> you've been through the portal. You've heard Donna Sue Gray uh, with the blinds, and I was I was listening to some of your music, and uh, man, it seems to me like your stuff has changed a pretty good bit since Exalted Ruler. I mean, I know yeah. that was a long time ago, but yeah. uh, so h- how have you feel feel like you've changed as an artist?
1: Um, well, with with this project I kinda got really interested in I don't know, more of like like uh, like soundtracks and stuff, like um you know, scores and stuff and the kind of tones that they use that and trying to figure out maybe a way of implementing that into
0: like the orchestral feel kind of or sort of like the process kind of in a
1: way yeah because uh like one of my favorite soundtracks is uh to john carpenter's the thing it's like Mm -hmm. mostly there's like only like one song in there and it's literally just like a bass note and it's just like boom 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 and I, i don't know stuff like that or uh like the blade runner soundtrack i really like a lot yeah and like the ambience of that, um, and with that, it seems I don't know about easier, but like you have a lot more free form when you're just like scoring something mm-hmm. and trying to take those kind of sounds and stuff and trying to implement them into like a, a pop or rock structure is kind of what I was really interested. in. sometimes I get too wrapped in that, and then I lose the song, and I, I have to think that like, oh, well, hold on, I'm trying to write a song here. So right. it's kind of trying to like balance that back and forth like between songwriting and Using tones and stuff um that I'm really interested in try to
0: so did it take did it uh, go through a lot of changes like this track in particular uh, from when you started putting it putting it down into recording yeah, or did it yeah uh,
1: because it most most songs and most songs that I like usually i I just write on on guitar and I wrote that song and I had it down. And the thing that really drove that is that, that bass synth that swells in, and that kind of mm-hmm. really colored the the rest of the song and kind of how I wanted to go about it, with all these kind of ambient swells and stuff, and some more electronic stuff. And I got really into, like, 80s music and, like, new wave and stuff, and so that really kind of played into that. and. Um, I kind of wanted to try to keep that sort of tone with the the rest of the stuff that I was writing. And it helps me a little bit because with the Exalted Ruler, I just pretty much whatever I wrote, like made the records or whatever. You know, Uh it didn't really matter what although I guess maybe there's some kind of underlying things that always kind of were there. Um any kind of genre or whatever we were always willing to tackle. But with this I have, like, a, a sort of, like, mood or kind of tone mm-hmm. that I always want to try to carry through most of the songs, usually.
0: Like a focused kind of a yeah. theme, almost? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's
1: it's usually, like, dark or something, because I'm really, I, I'm inspired by, like, soundtracks and then, like, like Japanese crime movies and stuff. Just, like, <laughs> trying to
0: sound as cool as possible is usually the right. aim. <laughs> right. Right. So J- Japanese crime movies? Are you talking like mob movies? Yeah, or? yeah. Like uh, I don't think I've seen any of those. So yeah, <laughs> was, uh, like
1: they're they're awesome. They're always just like. There's a really good one I watched. called called um, Outrage, where basically by the end of it, so many people are getting killed that it's just hard to even like keep track of it. Just like everybody's <laughs> getting whacked. And that song, there's like I really get inspired a lot by visuals, and there's mm-hmm. uh, a certain scene in that. Uh, movie that inspired um, this one song that I have called the "Whimper," and it, it, uh, in the the way that it sounds and like the tones and everything I use, like, really kind of came from watching that. So that that that's where kind of visuals and um soundtracks and stuff kind of play into.
0: So, do you mostly use like um synth and electronic kind of recordings, or do you try and use more like uh, free more accidental sampling you know like yeah ambient sound kind of thing or yeah
1: usually um the thing i'm kind of i'm still kind of coming to grips with how to to go about writing stuff and achieving what i want right um Mm -hmm. and sometimes you i spend so much time just working with like this fiddling ambient (laughs) sample and i'm trying to write a song right in like there's nothing there's nothing happening and that's usually when I learned, like, I should start from like the guitar or something, and then build the ambience around mm-hmm. it. Uh, but that song "Whimper" came from uh, there's like this um, this kind of like I don't know. It's like a it's like a weird bassy sample thing that came up when I upgraded, I updated GarageBand, and there was this um, some kind of like drum loop I made but it didn't transfer right. <laughs> and so instead of a drum loop, it made this like weird like bass synth that just like all over the place. It's like huh. a weird arpeggiator. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I ended up just like writing, I had like a bass line and just some simple little piano notes and stuff. And I put it all together and it made a pretty cool song.
0: Yeah, you get kind of weird. Uh, now that most everything's digital, you yeah. get kind of different types of... Uh, flub ups that turn into really interesting sounds yeah, because yeah. it's like going through bits I guess and it's like oh these are all staggered or in the wrong you yeah. know, hertz or something and it just messes it all up and it's like oh that sounds pretty cool right right that, as yeah. long as you can build off of it no big deal yeah yeah <laughs> so you got another track to play for us Dasani you want to talk about how that one came to be uh that one was a uh, well the lyrics are just like a uh, like
1: a, a breakup thing like mm-hmm. I uh I met this girl and uh, she was like, "Oh, I want to like date you," and I was like, "Okay, cool." And so we we went out to lunch, and then I never heard back from her, and I was just like really
0: angry about it. <laughs> well, if the first thing she said was like, "I want to date you." Yeah, and then it started like, off oh, so right, promising.
1: Let's do this, and then <laughs> you were all about it. Yeah, I was all about it because you know, I mean, you know, everybody's trying to find the one, right? Right, right. You and gotta, you you gotta, was not you
0: gotta one. try ones to find the one, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah uh but that's where that song comes from lyrically and mm-hmm. uh that track just came from i was i was at a, a friend's house i used to play bass for this guy and uh he was talking to me and i had the bass in my hand and i just mm-hmm. started hitting like these two little chords on it and i was like oh that's really cool and then i just ended up writing the song from there
0: and it pretty much wrote itself pretty fast so um, there's not much else to that really well oh, cool so you you mentioned uh you play bass and guitar. Like, what else do you play? What's it, what's your full thing? <laughs> uh, bass, I, I've seen you with a lot of stuff out there. Yeah,
1: so. like, ba- guitar is my main instrument. Bass, I really like a lot. Like, a lot of stuff right now is just, like, uh, based on bass lines. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a good bass line, you can build, like, a whole song on top of it. And I like b- bass lines a lot. And uh, I play a little bit of piano. Like, I took some classes and stuff, and I can... I can like construct chords and stuff and if i write it on guitar i can just like transpose it it takes a minute but i can do it mm-hmm. uh and then i can like hold my own like a decent beat on drums i'm not terribly good especially since i'm left-handed so i can't do some stuff uh on like a right-handed kit like i can't do like the 16th notes on like hi-hat and like uh-huh. snare at the same time i'd have to like switch the whole thing over, and i don't ever try to do that
0: now do you play guitar Right-handed or left-handed?
1: I I play right-handed, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because
0: yeah, I, like I was like, I don't think he had a left-handed no, guitar, no, but I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I never know if that really helps me at all, because... Uh, That's right. I mean, you're like, you're like strumming can, with the
0: right hand, and yeah. you're doing all the notes I with your left anyways. I can fret really well yeah, with yeah. that yeah. left hand. Maybe you're doing better than I <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know what, what the difference is, really. I'm not really sure how... I, and I've tried playing left-handed guitar, and it's just like...
0: I don't know what to do. Like, I <laughs> right. can't even make the same. Well, what do you learn? I guess you learn. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you'd you'd mentioned earlier that you had uh, gotten acoustic recently. Yeah. Has that has that like kind of opened your mind or changed anything on how you uh, build songs.
1: Uh, a little bit. I mean, I think uh, definitely when it comes down to it, I think that. You know, there's always exceptions uh, because there's some out there stuff that I I like. and I like all types of music, but Mm -hmm. um, I always really like it when you can have like a a big song and everything, but it's still great just like a singer and a guitar. And I think if you have something like that that holds its own with just singing and playing guitar or whatever instrument you play and it it holds its own, then you've got like a really great song and everything you throw on top of it um, can be supplementary and make it good but strip down if it's still good then it's a, it's a good song so uh I like w- with some of, with what I what I kind of aim as far as like sounds and stuff um acoustic uh, doesn't sit I uh, like it doesn't seem to be in that realm but I, I like playing acoustic a lot and you know I might throw it in a track one of these days I may right. come I might like throw all this stuff on top of the song, and I was like, you know what? It's just sounding good with the uh, acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. So, we'll see. But I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, I guess it gets kind of the uh, woody tone that you can't get with the electric. Yeah, yeah. it's hard yeah. to. Plus, you get the, uh, I think why it's so... Just it's every so many people play acoustic guitars just because it's so handy, yeah. Because you it's can just great. sit around and, and play, yeah, and not have to worry about all the cables and the yeah, <laughs> and that and lugging, that's, lugging, yeah. I, that's what I, I, I play it a lot more now because mm-hmm. uh, I
1: moved in with my girlfriend uh, a couple of months ago and I was always kind of like on the fence about like playing my electric and stuff, but actually, she got me that uh, acoustic. I just, I play it all around the house. It's just it's a lot easier. It's just more handy and it's less loud, you know?
0: Yeah, well, uh, she she must like your music and, like, like to hear it because she yeah. got your instrument and <laughs> yeah, now you're yeah, playing it, yeah. like, every day, so yeah. it must be it must be working out. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right, well, we got that track uh, from Blinds Dasani. Here you go.
2: Bottled water left in the car, American summer, trash from the bar. Some so invited, but just got never cool. Is that a-
0: And that was a song. Track two. Track we'll sing it real quick. Yeah. La, 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 la,
2: la. See, I don't know Drink the words. The sunny.
1: <laughs> it's just an it's a, ad for Dasani. It's a Dasani ad.
0: <laughs> this this episode brought to you by Dasani. If that song ever
1: like, I, I always wonder if that song if it, like if ever gets big enough that it will get sued by the Coca Cola company. I'm not really sure. Right. We'll see. When are they we get are that. they owned like? I think Coca Cola. owns, owns oh, no. Dasani. Yeah. Yeah. The, so, you'll have
0: like the empire of lawyers. Yeah. like...
2: Or they'll be like, Oh, we want this
1: on, on the commercial. It's like, I don't know if that really fits, but it'll either be
0: really good or like really bad. Yeah, I just sued the
1: hell out of one or the other. Yeah.
0: Well cool. Well, heck, we can just keep talking. Yeah, all right. <laughs> We're back. We're that back. was Disani. That was that was Disani. <laughs> We're back with uh Brian Zaremba. See I said it right? Yeah. Sorry. Wait, where does that name come from? Is that that sounds uh, like uh,
1: a it's Polish.
0: Polish, really?
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm, family or are... it
0: sounds like a type of drum. I sound, no somebody said uh Zaremba sounds like a marimba a, a uh-huh. dance
1: that old uh, like an old <laughs> mexican dance that old people do or something
0: it, like the the dying art of Zaremba. yeah yeah like i used to be, i used to be a Zaremba I, artist i used to be such a great Zaremba dancer but. no one's zambas anymore there's no Zarembists. <laughs> well uh yeah your last track will be uh acoustic recorded right here at spice rack studios mm-hmm. staring at the glass uh How'd that one come about? Is that a is that a newer creation? Yeah, I actually kind of just finished it um, a few days ago,
1: and I thought it was pretty good. That I can go ahead and play it. Um, I it originally started when I was eating at Chipotle, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> like the most you normal. You're staring thing. into your burrito, yeah, and was, you had the vision. <laughs> I saw it.
1: No, at the at the Chipotle that I eat at all the time uh, on my lunch break. Uh, there's like a bar you can sit at and there's just like a glass pane and mm-hmm. uh, out to the parking lot. And I don't know, you, If I was just thinking about like how you can either focus on the outside or if you focus enough, you can just see your own reflection. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, um, I don't know, some kind of like weird mental battle about if that or if there's some kind of thing in the school of thought of like psychology, if, if you just see yourself in the glass, if that's like a, a weird like ego thing or... Um, right if you look outside and it just kind of start like this thought process and then i kind of built it into this character of like an aging actor whose like career has fallen apart and uh my life has been going decently well so it's like one of the few uplifting songs <laughs> that i've written as of recently and uh the the chorus has like this this hallelujah part and for a while it's just like because it was, like, the first thing, you know, you're writing a song, and it's just, like, you throw a word down, and it fits, and it works pretty well. Right. And I was like, God, I don't even know if I want to use that, because people are going to think it's, like, a weird religious song or something. Mm-hmm. And then... Well, yeah, and you mentioned,
0: like, Stained Glass, I think, yeah. at the beginning of it. and.
1: And I was just like, oh man, somebody's going to think this is like some Christian rock song and then just <laughs> write me off. And then also- Or I, you'll get like on a bunch of
0: you know, like radio stations. Ross, and, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so
1: that's why I, I specifically put uh, in the last verse like the uh, kind of like a, a, a say something like I can remove any heaven now classically taught and mm-hmm. to kind of like downplay that a bit. Also like- Sometimes I get like a Jeff Buckley comparison. So I was like, oh, man, people are going to just think I'm trying to be like Jeff Buckley or something. And Right. And I played that song for my girlfriend, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure about if I like the chorus. And she was like, no, I like it. And I played it for some other people, and they liked it. And I was just like, oh, whatever.
0: That's well, it's just good. a, I mean, hallelujah is just an awesome word. Yeah, and it, it <laughs> And it's, and it's got a lot of power it's like on its own. It's got a lot of power to it. It's yeah. a powerful word. Yeah. Well, true. uh yeah, you mentioned... Uh, like the story with the the aged actor and all yeah. that. Do you um put a lot of like storylines under your songs Does that help you develop them? Is that a, like a common thing throughout yeah, your, your definitely, songs? Definitely, definitely. Like
1: uh, most of my songs, they always come out of um, personal experiences, mm-hmm. and sometimes you kind of have to like project them onto something else, like that the character or um, whatever, to help write it. But uh, that's definitely where a lot of stuff. It just I can't really sit down and write something out of nothing like it always has to start from some kind of personal experience and mm-hmm. thinking about um what kind of emotions or any story or anything that can like draw upon that and that's always the hardest part is writing lyrics for me because I, I take forever with them like ju- even just like the words I use because I try to I always try to keep in kind of like a modern context like I don't try to use like old terms like riding on the train or like, I got to pack my bags because my woman left me or something like I don't talk like that and I don't expect to use words like that so I'm always really particular about what how I phrase things and and what I say and there has to be some kind of like purpose or something but they're always from a personal experience definitely Mm -hmm. yeah and that one just kind of I don't know it kind of just like fell into that that character and I just like thought about it and just kind of helped it write it a little better so. yeah that's
0: a that's an interesting like um uh, way to kind of grow your song too because yeah. i feel like you can you can uh, relate to it like as you're writing it yeah but also like keep it uh unique to itself and not become like too personal where yeah. you're like the only person who can understand yeah, what's yeah. going on you definitely know? <laughs> yeah and i
1: i've been listening a lot to there's this uh band I really like a lot called uh the national and he writes mm-hmm. a lot of stuff about like Characters and stuff, and you know, you can only have so many experiences within like the span of like any kind of writing span, and sometimes not a lot happens to you. And you know, with that that first verse, it it was you know, it's pretty personal. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I guess there's a little bit of me in the character because I guess like the old line is like, "There's always a little bit of you in everything you write" or whatever. Even right. at distance as you try to write it, but that kind of helped it when I just like put it into a character and I can, like, write a little bit of a story that I don't live because I'm not an aging actor or anything, you know.
0: (laughs) But it's still the same feeling you can feel. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I think that's what connects everybody because, I mean, everybody has the same kind of types of feelings at some point, so. Yeah. Well, thanks a ton for uh, playing for us. No problem. And uh, we'll hear, staring at the glass, Brian Zaremba from Blinds. Uh, You planning on getting an album together or? Yeah, um... I I'm kind of talking to
1: I'm trying to meet with some people and stuff to kind of get this whole thing rolling and whatnot uh so it seems to be gathering a little bit of traction and um uh I've got enough songs that I could definitely record like a good little EP or maybe mm-hmm. like a little album uh, it's just getting the you know all the funds
0: together. To, yeah, the to funds re- and the logistics. right? Yeah, exactly. But so. uh, people can get uh, Donna Sue Gray yeah. on Bandcamp, right? Yeah, and uh, you've got a Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it's all under Blinds of the Band. Yeah. And so you can keep up with his shows, get his music and all that great stuff. And you're playing the 20th, is that this month, February? Yeah, this month. Mm-hmm. 20th at Mad Donna's up in Nashville. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, come back sometime and play down here in Huntsville so we can oh, see you. Oh, dude, no <laughs> doubt, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks again. And uh, thanks to Dan Bullard for doing our sound and all our mixing. And uh, have a great night. This has been Ben Job and Brian Zaremba hey. saying goodnight. <laughs> <a> good night. Have <laughs> a good night. Good night.
1: Good night.
2: Thought of a question the other day, one man shrink could ask Do you see yourself on the lawn outside? Staring at the glance, a deeper meaning, a type of complex, the findings I can't explain. Just thought of all of this one dark day when I was at the Kept me with the beating hand. Hallelujah.